she's in the studio live, Janice Allen Jackson. Good afternoon, Augusta and surrounding areas. Welcome to the very first edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Over the last several months since I left the city of Augusta, uh, government, people have been asking, well, where is Janice? What's she doing? Is she still in the area? Well, yes, Janice very much is still in the area. Uh, I am working uh, through various volunteer organizations, as I always have. Uh, also, uh, very involved in my church at Good Shepherd Baptist Church. And I've started my own management consulting practice. I actually had the business prior to my coming here, but of course did not have time to do anything with it while I was with the city. So this has been an opportunity for me to get it relaunched and redeveloped. Uh, One aspect of the consulting business is this radio show. Some time ago, I was approached, maybe about five, six months ago, and somebody said to me, you know, you ought to do radio. And I thought to myself, radio really me uh, because I couldn't imagine that that was something that was uh, that was suitable or well suited uh, to my uh, attributes uh, naturally I'm a quiet person uh, I'm the person who loves to cook I'll invite people over to my house I'll have brunch or lunch you know what, what have you I'll have a group of guests sitting there, and I'll look around and realize that I never got a word in edgewise <laughs> because my guests were talking about various and sundry topics. They talk about everything from politics to the Bible to their children and families, and I'm just looking around. I'm happily in the kitchen making waffles or what have you, and they're just talking away. And then I look around, and it's like, wow, you know, I didn't say anything. They said everything. So that's the type of person I normally am. Uh, but it's also true that I'm the type of person who addresses problems as they arise. And one of the problems that came to my attention over the last several months was how little knowledge and information there is out there about local government affairs. Um, having spent a lifetime in local government careers, uh, always been interested in how things happen, why they happen, uh, why they happened the way that they did. Uh, I've always been fascinated by that and that's one of the reasons that I chose to work at the local level. But um, at the same time I realized that many people, the average citizen, didn't have the same obviously degree of knowledge or understanding of local matters uh, like I did. So uh, after giving it some consideration, after being asked to, hey, you know, let's think about doing a radio show, I had to think about really what would my topics be. Uh, if you also know me, I also I like to give everything a lot of consideration, give it time, you know, let it bake in the oven, just like when I'm cooking, you, I don't cook in a hurry, so I don't come up with concepts in a hurry either sometimes. So it took me a while to really pull this together to see what it needed to be and what it needed to look like. Um, if I really uh, boil it down for you, what is the concept behind Local Matters? First is to bring your attention to the matter that local government is extremely important. A lot of times, local and state government, for that matter, are overshadowed by the federal government. Um, but at the same time, local and state governments have so much to do with our day-to-day -day quality of life. 
you think about public safety services, you think about recreation services, uh, you think about the pothole up the street, you, on a rainy day like this, you're thinking about storm drainage concerns. Well, who takes care of that stuff? Your local government. So the goal of this show is to refocus us on how what happens at the local level shapes our quality of life and why therefore we should be more focused on what happens at the local level. Uh, right now, because it's a presidential election year, um, you know, CNN and all the other news stations, we're glued to them, and I have to admit I'm one of them too. I stayed up late last night seeing what happened in the Democratic presidential primary, but we cannot lose sight of the fact that regardless of who's elected at the national level, we still have local issues to deal with, and the purpose of this show is to help you understand why it's so important that we do not ignore what happens at the local level. Um, I'd like you to think about this show as a series of short, clear, and unbiased civics lessons. The types of things that maybe we were supposed to learn in school and we didn't for whatever reason. I have an 18-year-old daughter who always says, Mom, they don't teach us that in school. <laughs> well, you're right. They don't teach you that in school. Um, but this is the point for us to uh, get it as adults. Um, it's an ever-evolving thing. There's so many issues, ideas, uh, laws, policies, elections. There's so many things at the local level to cover, and the purpose of this show is to do just that. Also, the second major concept behind this show is there's a lot that even actively engaged citizens don't know. As I start discussing this concept with people over the last four to six weeks, um, I have people who consider themselves to be educated, very well informed, but I ask them a question like, well, what's the difference between a magistrate court judge and a state court judge? And they would be so like, ah, uh, duh, I don't know. So the purpose of this show is to get that type of information to you. So as I said, when you walk into that voter's booth, uh, you're uh, well prepared and confident about what you're going to do. Um, and also in terms of how I came up with this concept, there were a few seminal moments for me. Uh, the first was I was on the Making a Difference podcast with my good friend Ken Macon. He also used to be a host here at WKZK a few years ago. In fact, that was the first day I met him. Uh, I had come in uh, to talk about something related to Augusta Government Matters, and I interviewed with him that day. We formed a bond. I've appeared on his podcast now a few times, and I really like him because he's a young man who's really interested in making the community better. We don't always agree on the issues, but uh, he's, he has a way of... Uh, really kind of boiling things down. He writes well and he also addresses one of my other favorite topics which is sports. So I enjoy reading his sports blogs as well. So Ken and I are good friends. I was doing his Making a Difference podcast and he just asked me some questions about the concept of a representative democracy and how that works and how it doesn't work. And I start thinking at that time, I said, well, you know, um, it's supposed to work, but one of the hindrances to it is that the issues are sometimes so complex that people just don't 
do all of the research necessary to get a full understanding of what it is. So if you really want to be a good citizen, it's a huge responsibility. You've got to read newspapers, you've got to check TV coverage, check the website of the government that you're following to see what you can find there, uh, come to public meetings. All that is extremely time consuming and, and frankly with all of the things that we have to do between jobs, kids, family members, church activities, civic associations, neighborhood groups, if you're really going to be an involved member of your community and take care of your family, sometimes it just doesn't leave a lot of time to follow what your school board or your county commission is doing. But nonetheless, those things are happening and they have a direct impact on your quality of life. So we talked about that awesome responsibility of being a citizen and um, how that takes time that many of us just simply don't have. Um, that was the first moment where I started thinking there ought to be a better way to help get information to people um, in a concise fashion uh, so that they can be prepared uh, to be engaged with the government. Uh, second thing, second seminal moment for me was I was sitting in a committee meeting of my sorority. I'm a proud member of the Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I'm a member of the Augusta Alumni Chapter and on their social action committee, on our social action committee. Uh, we were sitting there in social action and we were talking about our efforts to get folks registered to vote. Uh, we have uh, gone to several schools. We've trained our SARAs in voter registration uh, so that we have a cadre of people who are available to go out to schools, churches, uh, various other organizations to help people get registered to vote. And we've been pretty successful. Every place we've gone, we've registered at least 15, 20 folks, sometimes more. Uh, but we were talking about the registration efforts. And then we put together a demonstration of the new voting machines. We had that at the Laney Craft uh, Lucy Craft Landing Museum uh, at the end of February. Uh, a lot of other organizations have done likewise. And then we start talking about the idea of getting people to the polls. We've got uh, various church organizations and others that will volunteer to give folks rides to the polls. However, uh, my question becomes, what do they do when they get in the booth? Oftentimes, we don't know how uncomfortable some people are when we get there. So we're taking all those steps on the front end, but what are we doing on the back end to ensure that the vote really counts? And I'm not convinced that it really does count unless that person is making conscious and informed choices about what they're going to do when they get there. So that was seminal moment number two. Seminal moment number three for me was a conversation I had with a local pastor. Uh, we were sitting there, he was talking about over the years, uh, he has sent his church van out to pick up folks in various neighborhoods that might not have transportation. Uh, he has brought members of the church to assist those parents with their kids. You know, if somebody were to say, hey, yeah, I'll go to the polls, but I don't have anybody to watch my three children, he would bring somebody from the church to help watch the children, ensure they were safe while mom or dad was going in to vote. And then, after they did all that, he said it was not at all unusual for an individual to ask, why am I going to the polls? Now, what am I supposed to be doing here? What's the purpose of this voting thing after all? 
So that just illustrated for me and brought it full circle for me of how much there is a need for comprehensive voter education um, in our community, in other communities, anywhere in this country. I, I don't try to pretend that it's just a, a Georgia problem or an Augusta problem or our regional problem. It really is a problem on a national scale where folks don't understand enough to cast responsible votes and make responsible decisions about how we move forward. And there's just so much riding on those decisions that we cannot uh, let people go about it in the dark. So the purpose of this show is to make sure that you, I, and the rest of us are not in the dark uh, when we uh, cast our votes. Finally, there was one other thing that happens to me all the time. I mentioned earlier my daughter. I have an 18-year-old. She's really excited because this is the first year she's going to vote. That's my youngest child. I also have a 21-year-old that's off in college. And um, they're interested in the process. They can't help but be interested because I'm their mom. But at the same time, they go, so yeah, mom, I want an absentee ballot. But what, who am I supposed to vote for? How do I decide? So... Um, there's just so much work that we have to do to make sure that all of us are prepared to carry out that awesome responsibility of being a citizen, as I discussed with Ken Macon when we were discussing representative democracy. So that's the idea of how I came up with this show. Um, from here, I want to make sure everybody kind of understands what the show is and what it's not. Uh, number one, this is not an opportunity for me to endorse any candidates. That's not the purpose here. Um, I can help you get better information, but I cannot, will not uh, endorse, help you, tell you who to vote for. That is strictly your own choice, as was intended by the founding fathers of this country. Uh, you make your decisions, but you need to get information before you do that. I'm sure also that there's some people out there wondering, you know, in a cynical sort of tone, is there somebody she's trying to get elected? Is, is there somebody she's trying to get unelected? No, not at all. That's not the purpose. The purpose, purpose is to improve your understanding of local and state government and in so doing prepare you to be a more confident voter and eliminate some of the mystery about how and why things happen the way that they do. So please take that at face value, and that's going to be our purpose each and every week when we come back to you. Uh, another key purpose for the show is uh, those college students and military service members and your family uh, who are not here necessarily in the local community but still vote from here because this is considered their home base. Um, if you ask them to do one thing or the other, we can make sure that they have access to what's on this show. Uh, we are recording the show uh, for information. I'm going to place a link on my Twitter page as well as on my website uh, so that at any time someone can go there and get uh, what we talked about and hear uh, the topics that we discussed. You can follow me on Twitter at JAJ and Associates LLC or check my website to listen to the show. The website is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com. Within a day or so after each show, we'll post to uh, 
so that you or your loved ones who are out of town or even if you miss it, if you can't catch it at 2 o'clock on WKZK.net or at 103.7 or 1600 AM, if you don't catch it on any of those places, you can always catch it on my Twitter page or on my website so you know where it is. So I'm informing people here in Augusta. We're also informing people that are out of town but still have ties to Augusta and want to know what's going on here. All right, to talk about what we are doing in the upcoming weeks, um, we, you know, uh, we've got one election coming up on March 24th. Uh, that'll be our next opportunity to, to cast votes. Uh, we've got another opportunity coming up on May 19th. Um, I want to get you prepared for those voting opportunities. That's our focus for right now. Um, for March 24th, you've got your presidential primaries. And of course, uh, everybody, again, is talking about that. But what they're not so much talking about is that there is a local race on there on May 24th, on March 24th. Now, and not so much a race, but there's a local referendum. What is that local referendum, you ask? It is for T-SPLOS. The Transportation Local Option Sales Tax. You voted on that the first time in 2012. You're going to be voting on it again um, for to collect revenue starting in 2022 as this is a 10-year tax. So our next show will be devoted to that purpose and um, we'll talk uh, with uh, someone who's very, very involved in that process. That is Mr. Andy Clawson, who is Executive Director of the CSRA Regional Commission. He'll be our guest next week. Other topics that I plan to cover uh, are the Census 2020, one of the most important things that's going to happen to our community and communities throughout the United States of America. We've got to make sure that we have a, a great count a fair count, a complete count, a total count of everyone in our community uh, for the 2020 census. So we'll focus a lot of attention on that. And we'll also focus attention on each one of our local races coming up. I'll be able to describe uh, in some detail each one of those offices, what the qualifications are to run for those offices, what the responsibilities, the budget, the staff, the salary, uh, all of those things related to the various local offices that are going to be on your May 19th ballot. At this time, we're going to go to a quick break, and I'll be right back soon. This particular show, uh, she does great work, and I encourage you to reach out to her if in any way she can be assistance to you. Uh, as I was talking earlier about the concept of the show, uh, one of the other things that's really, really important to me is that we get feedback from you as listeners. 
uh, our show is only valuable to the extent that we provide you with the information you want to have and you need to have. Therefore, I encourage you to go to my website, www.JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly, that is W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com, JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly, and leave me a message on my contact page. Uh, there uh, is a spot there. You can email me. Uh, it comes directly to me. So I will know what it is that you want me to feature on this show. If there are topics that you want to suggest, uh, ideas that you need more information on, uh, particular guests that you might want to suggest, I'm willing to entertain all of that in the interest of building a program that gives you what you need and meets you where you are. So please keep that in mind. Um, as we uh, get prepared to uh, close the show, there are a couple of things I want to bring to your attention. Uh, one of them is uh, in regard to upcoming elections. As I mentioned, the next opportunity to vote is March 24th in the presidential preference primary. Uh, advanced voting has already begun. It started on Monday, March 2nd in the Linda Beasley Community Room in the Municipal Building at 535 Telfair. Advanced voting will be available at this location from 8.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. daily through Friday, March 13th. So that's the end of next week. Saturday voting will begin on Saturday, March 14th from 9 to 4 in the Beasley Community Room at the Municipal Building. As well, they're adding other locations, which include the Henry Brigham Recreation Center, the Diamond Lakes Regional Park, and the Warren Road Recreation Center. Extended hours for advanced voting will begin Monday, March 16th through Friday, March 20th at all four of those locations from 8.30 a.m. until 6 p.m. daily. All voters voting in person during advanced voting must provide one of the six acceptable forms of photo identification. And also, voting is not allowed, advanced voting is not allowed on the Monday prior to the election. I also want to let you know that voting by mail is in progress now. Interested persons may apply by submitting a written request to the Board of Election Office. Um, either in person, by fax, or email at richmondelections at augustaga.gov. Uh, that is richmondelections at augustaga.gov. And election day, polls are open usual time, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on March 24th. As I mentioned, you're voting for presidential primary, but you're also voting on the local transportation SPLOST, uh, which will be the topic of our upcoming show. As I get prepared to sign off, I close out with this. I lean very heavily on scripture as I go, to go about my day-to-day -day living, and I chose a theme Bible verse for local matters. That theme is as follows. It's from 2 Timothy verse, chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your community and each other, and offering you wisdom for decision-making to ensure that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Tune in next Wednesday, 2 p.m., because local matters. <music>